internet, like before the internet was a thing, it was definitely a struggle. Yeah. I, had, I grew up with mostly like Japanese friends growing up. Okay. And so that was always like, you don't really quite fit in, like yeah. how do you know Japanese and all right. this stuff. Hey guys, it's E. Thanks for tuning in to another episode here on my podcast, E Inspires. Um, so today I wanted to bring in Mika. Um, girl, when did I meet you? I met you. Okay, so I met her in Arizona, right? At a club. Crazy, right? But um, she inspired me just by her outfit. Um, so I wanted to have her come on and talk about culture. Um, so just introduce yourself a little bit. Hi, I'm Mika Cribs, um, 25, from LA. I currently work at Sorella Boutique, which is a women's online store and retail on Melrose Ave. Um, yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm super no, excited. of course, of course, of course. Um, so I wanted to discuss the um, topic culture with you. You know, you bring culture into your collection, into your designs. Um, so just talk a little about. So talk about your culture first. Um, so you're Japanese and Black, correct? Yeah. So my dad's Black from LA. Grew up like near Compton, and my mom's okay. from Osaka, Japan, which is like the second biggest city in Japan. Um, and they randomly met in Mississippi, moved to LA, and here I am. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, you were were you raised in LA, or were you kind of where were you like raised at? Um, so I was born in LA, and we kind of moved around a lot from like Oakland to Cleveland to San Diego at one point, and been in back in LA since I was like in middle school. Um, but when I was younger, we'd go back to Japan a lot, visit my grandparents, and so as crazy as like my first language was Japanese. Okay. Um, but I've lived in the States for most of my life, so yeah. I think English is a little stronger, but I think I feel very rooted in both cultures. Yeah. Um, for me, culture is important um, because it's really the root of who I am. Right. Um, I think my first notions of identity uh, comes from being black and Japanese yeah. um, and understanding what that means. Um, and like with Japanese, it's my first language. That was my first way of communicating with my mom, mostly. Um, and then... Obviously, living in America, like people are going to see me as black, yeah. essentially, yeah. <laughs> first and foremost. Um, and so trying to navigate those spaces and trying to create, I guess, my own identity just yeah. because it is its own thing now. Right. So as far as your culture, have you always kind of followed um, towards like the Japanese side or more, you know, like the black side? Definitely half and half. I think when I was yeah. younger, definitely towards the Japanese side, um, just because we'd always be back there. My dad yeah. was tra- like traveling and working a lot. Um, so I was closer to my mom and, like, my sister and my brother. Um, but as I've gotten older and going to school and seeing how people perceive me, because I think a lot of our identity is not just how we see ourselves, but how people see us, right. um, really plays a role. And so I think as I've gotten older, like, at one point, my dad was a pastor at a black church. And so okay. that was wow. interesting, yeah. having that community. Um, but then having my mom, who's, like, straight from Japan, yeah. doesn't really follow, like, yeah. the black church culture, yeah. um, was, like, super interesting. And so I think, like, different experiences like that, where I'm kind of like, oh, no, like, am I black enough? Am I Japanese enough? Right. Like, still comes up. But I think as yeah. I've gotten older, I've gotten more confident. And I right. feel definitely, like, 100% of both. Okay. Sure. Okay. So, you know, some people, um, as you said, you know, am I black enough? Am I Japanese? You know, whatever. Um, a lot of people, like, kind of question themselves with that you know as far as like white and black or uh, Mexican and black whatever it might be so when you were growing up kind of how did you kind of like filter not kind of like think about that all the time 
I think I always thought about it. <laughs> like, even, like, during Tumblr days, I was, like, looking up, like, black and Japanese people or, like, black and Asian people. Yeah. So I was just getting, like, not obsessed, but I was just trying to find that community that didn't exist around me. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, thank God for social media because yeah. I've met some people who've come from similar experiences and backgrounds. Um, but before that, like, before the internet was a thing, it was definitely a struggle. Yeah. I, had, I grew up with mostly, like, Japanese friends growing up. Okay. And so that was always, like you don't really quite fit in, like, yeah. how do you know Japanese and all right. this stuff? Um, and then, going, like, getting older and people are like, you're just black, like, how come you're into, right. like, Japanese stuff? Are you a weeaboo? Which yeah. weeaboo oh my is, gosh. like, you yeah. know what that is? I, I don't even know what that is, so educate me on that. <laughs> a weeaboo is basically a person who's, like, obsessed with Japanese culture, so okay. you probably know people who, like, watch all anime and, okay, like, yeah. obsessed. Like, <laughs> there was definitely a time where I was, like, in a space and someone, like, came up to me and was just like, are you a weeaboo? Like, why do you know all these, like, different Japanese words and, like, yeah. culture. And I'm like, yeah. um, actually half. Right. <laughs> um, but, like, I can see it. So, I you know, it's it's so weird to me how a lot of people, like, always just have that, you know, perception of somebody or something and, like, don't really, like, think and actually, you know, like, look. Because, I mean, like, it's it's very prominent, but it's not too prominent, but you wouldn't think you're just full black. You know what I mean? Um, so, to talk about that, you know, there is a lot of controversy in the world because of, like, different differences in culture and race. Um, so, why do you think, like, some cultures dislike each other? I think it's just fear and ignorance. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so many assumptions in the world. For example, like, there's this thing called confirmation bias. So if you already have an idea of like a certain type of person, you're kind of see that pattern. And because it's like something that's already confirmed in your mind. And so you're like, oh, I mean, like they're following the stereotype. Like I'm right. Um, and actually not like really deep digging in deeper and actually seeing like the total story, the history. Um, like there was this one point in LA in like Crenshaw district where it was literally half Japanese, half black. And it was a bowling alley where they had, like, soul food and Japanese food in one place. And people forget about that. Yeah. And it's, like, crazy, like, going on Twitter, which is, like, the best and worst place in the world, where you, like, see, like, black people talking about Asian people a certain way, Asian people talking about black people a certain way. And it's just, like, there's moments in history where we actually, like, came together and worked together. Yeah. um, And actually tried to learn each other's stories. I think we're so close, or so, like, used to just projecting our own biases and just being like well I'm just gonna focus on myself and like they'll just figure it out yeah and yeah I mean and it's crazy not even with you know that specific culture but a lot of different cultures you know we actually interconnect more than we think um so that was a really that was a really good example, really good point. Um, so you know what what do you like most about your culture? I'm just curious because I'm not really familiar. You know, I have my family is background is pretty diverse. You know, I have aunts that are white, and you know, my stepmom's Puerto Rican. You know, so like, um, what what do you like most about your culture? Ooh, I think first and foremost, food. Yeah, of course. So it was like crazy. So my mom. Uh, grew up in Osaka, okay. moved to Mississippi. That was like okay. her first place she ever went to in the States. I um, was teaching Japanese there, and that's where she met my dad. But while she okay, was there, wow. she learned like how to braid and like make soul, make soul food. Yeah. <laughs> so growing up, she would make like like these greens that were like Japanese infused. Uh-huh. And like she was just like was able to create, like just bring both of my cultures together when it came to food. And I think it was just so much like intimacy when you're eating eating and like being together and actually knowing the history of like what we're eating um and so that's probably like my favorite part and then maybe another thing would be like music yeah um just because like my mom was the one who like showed me like Mariah Carey and like okay, when he used yeah. to like find those albums and then also my dad's a lot, a lot older so he like 
brought in like a lot of Motown and like yeah. jazz. Yeah. And so So that's awesome. Yeah. That's super awesome. So I want to talk about your collection. Um that like that's why you know how I met you. You know, I saw you wearing these bomb ass sweats in the club and I was like, girl, I need to ask her where'd you get those sweats? And you designed them. So talk about how you kind of brought um the design to be, right, and your culture into that. Yeah. Um so I work at Sorella Boutique. It's owned by Heather Sanders and Brittany Turner. Um, could look them up on Instagram. <laughs> They're really cool. Um, and I was just really intrigued to work with them because it is Black-owned. It's Black-women-owned, which is something I was kind of just hoping to work for. I never yeah. knew it really existed in a field that I wanted to work in. So I was super excited. So now I just do everything design-related from clothes to window designs to store stuff to yeah. social to Instagram, everything. Um so when it comes to apparel, which is, I'm pretty new to, so I'm still learning as I go. Okay. Um, but I have like, oh my gosh, I have like all these like magazines from like Japanese stores or like yeah. random like Fader magazine, just random magazines I have yeah. all over that I kind of just like ingrain in my head when it comes to just finding creativity and like inspiration for that. Um, and from there, just kind of thinking of things that I've seen before and trying to bring it together. Okay. Um, and so for like the first big collection that we did for Girls Tour, I added like some Japanese characters of like yeah. girls torn Japanese, which my, my bosses were just like, whoa, like, what is that? Like, is that yeah. Chinese? Yeah. Like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it's Japanese. And they're like, oh, cool. Oh, yeah, you're half Japanese. That's dope. Like, you're to yeah. bring that in. Like, we want to see more of that. So, like, yeah. to have that space where I can really be myself and, and have create. creative control and create, right. I just, yeah, it's just like the perfect scenario. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, you've designed um, how many? How many? Um... It's been, oh. So, it's our, actually our first time really doing, like, girls' tour collections. So, I've, I want to say we've done three so far. Okay. And we have a few more coming. So, I think I'm getting confused of, like, what's out already? What hasn't yeah. been out? Yeah. Um, but I think it's been three as okay. of now. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. And so, um, how has... You know, since you've like dropped, you know, these sweats you're wearing right now, right? Um, that's your recent your recent one, right? So how has that been? How have people liked it? You know, I've seen you've been posting about it. Um, so how has it been like overall? Oh my gosh. First, it was really nerve-wracking because mm-hmm. it's just like putting yourself out there. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. if you don't know, it's like me who actually like design them. Um, but I'm just super blessed to have such a supportive team yeah. to just really support me. Um, and being like, yeah, it's dope to just put random shit on sweats. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but they sold out so fast which I'm like surprised because they weren't the cheapest thing it's probably one of our like higher like more expensive items on our store but it's just crazy like when Instagram me like oh my gosh like this person wore it like oh my god that's like my woman crush every day she's wearing it so it's been wild And, and the fact that you're like kind of new to apparel which is awesome you know so um I want so where can people locate this right where can people locate it where can they get these um these items right yeah for sure um so the website is so sorella.com okay i think the sweats are still sold out but i think we're restocking uh next week um and you can follow them on instagram at sorella boutique and if you're interested in just my designs personally um you could follow at mika cribs m-i-k-a-c-r-i-b-b-s um and on my website at mika MikaCribs.com. Okay, awesome. And then um, I will tag you. So I will tag your Instagram where you can like locate basically everything that you just said so it's not as confusing. Um, but I want to thank you so, so much for um, coming on, just talking about your culture. You know, a lot of people can kind of get get a different perspective. You know, some people who are a part of two different cultures, right, and are struggling through, um, you know, other people's perspectives of them, of them right? Um, so thanks so much for coming on. Any last words um, just as far as um 
culture or just you know any advice um, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Of this course, is super cool, super fun. Um, I guess for people who are struggling with identity, um, just fuck what everyone else thinks. Yeah. <laughs> Do your thing. Um, for me, like, I know social media gets like such a bad rep, but it's such a beautiful space to find a community that you belong to and figuring out the things you like. Like, this might sound corny, but like Pinterest and like saving things on Instagram and creating boards really helps visualize like what you're into and what you like right. and who you are as a person. So that's been for me a lifesaver. Okay. Awesome. Well, thanks so much um, for coming on. If you guys enjoyed this episode, um, please give me a rating review and then let me know your thoughts.